Would you like to strengthen your marriage, encourage your children, and grow your family relationships? Join author and international evangelist Sammy Tippett as he ignites the flame in your heart for your family. We've been talking about family relationships, and and most of the time we've been talking about the relationship between the husband and the wife. I want us to turn a corner and now begin to talk about parent-child relationships. And uh, this is a, a special thing. And for any parent, you know how how special it is to have children and for Tex and I now to have grandchildren. It's just such a blessing uh, for us. And it's, it's truly a blessing, like the Bible says. And so, uh, but that can also be a very, very challenging relationship. So if we want to talk about it. Uh, let me just give you a little background because, you know, it's kind of interesting. We all, even though we're family here, we all have really a different relationship with our parents. Uh, every one of us do. And so, uh, let me just start off with my relationship. I, my father, uh, became ill when I was very young. I was uh, 10 years old and he would be actually, um, in the hospital sometimes longer than he would be at home. Uh, I remember there was an entire year that he was in another city at a hospital. And so it was almost like a single parent home that I grew up in. It wasn't a single parent home in the sense that my dad forsook me or anything like that, but his presence, he just wasn't there and uh, not of his own fault. And, and I never, I always felt that my dad loved me. But then when I got married and then we had our first child, Dave, and I remember he was just a little baby and I was preaching in Southern Illinois. And while I was there, I was watching him and, and just looking at him and, and I felt so inadequate. And I said, God, I don't know how to be a father. You know, my father wasn't there when I was growing up. I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this thing. And I'll never forget the, the voice of God just whispering to my heart, look to me, look to me. I am your father, and I've been a father to you. And the way I've been a father to you, you learn of me, and you'll know how to father your child. And so that became a critically important thing. And I have to confess, I haven't done a great job of it, but 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 I had a basis, something to learn from. And uh, I'm still learning, and but but it gave me it gave me something to look to and someone to look to to God and and to to learn to be a father. And so for me that that was um, that was one of the most important moments in my life as 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 a family, as a husband, as a father. Um, so I want us before we go any further discuss the role that our walk with God, our faith in Christ plays in parenting. And so, um, take off. <laughs> well, um, I thought when I got married that it kind of revealed to me the selfishness that I had in my, my life, but it was nothing compared to bringing home that little newborn who um, was adorable and I loved so much. But in a marriage, at least you have a little bit of give and take. Um, but here you're just giving to that child and you think it's going to stop, but it's 14 years later and there's just a lot of giving. Um, <laughs> When you're a parent and it brings up things in your life that you uh, have to have to deal with. And I think for me, it caused me to, to go to the Lord and to this day, just really seeking his strength um, when they're a little itty bitty and you just are exhausted and they're getting up throughout the night. You need his strength. You need um, wisdom now when they're little 
And now I have teenagers, so I'm just continually just needing uh, their wisdom, God's wisdom. And so it's caused me to um, just go to Him for guidance, strength, wisdom, all, every day. You know, and just an observation, Kelly, is that, you know, God, you know, part of His character, we've been talking about growing into Christ-likeness, and mm-hmm. and part of His character, I mean, a great part of His character is He's a giving God. Mm-hmm. So, even though we don't like it always this way, but but we're developing that spirit of giving and you know becoming more like Him. Even though uh, you know that wasn't what we kind of signed up for. <laughs> no, you have but, no idea. What but it was. Into. But but that was that's that's great. That's great. Yeah, Dave. You know, I think uh, it's gone the other way for me too. It's not only has my relationship with God affected, I mean, my parenting affected my relationship with God, but vice versa, and. Um, I think as a parent, when I first when we first took home our, our newborn, there's just this indescribable love that God gives you for your child. And it's something you've never experienced before. It's a different type of love than you have for your spouse. Um, it's this protective, nurturing, wanting the best, which you have some of those things, but it's a different feeling. It's this uh, parental relationship that you have. And just experiencing that, yeah, you know, you've heard all the cliches that God is our father. But until you become a father, um, I don't think you can realize the depth of that and the truth of that. And that he really is love. Uh, it says in the scriptures, God is love. The essence, the quintessential essence of who God is, is love. And just as I want the best for my children, just as I'm rooting for them, just as I'm standing with them through the struggles, just as I will always be there for them, encourage them, no matter what they do or where they go, that's who God is to seven plus billion people in this mm-hmm. world. He's created them in his image. He wants, he desires the best for each one of them. And uh, just, just that's, it's, it's hard to truly, I mean, we can't truly grasp that, but that's the kind of God that we serve. And it just gives me a deep appreciation. It makes me want to serve that type of God even more. Tex, what about you? Yeah, along kind of a different line, whenever we first found out that we, I was, we were pregnant with, with you, um, I went to the Word because we were still pretty young. And um, and I just asked God, God, give me some promises for our son. And and one of the promises he gave us uh, was that one day you would serve the Lord in full-time ministry. That full-time ministry wasn't in the Word, but uh, that you would serve him. And and I, we never shared that with you until later. And, uh, and it was neat for me to see as a mom that promises it and other promises that he gave for your life and for Renee's. Uh, and to see how it's come true. And to me, that's been an encouragement, just how God has been so faithful in His Word. Uh, you know, I, I'd be, I guess mine is kind of like Kelly's, you know, hey, I can't do this. <laughs> this is, I don't know how to do this. Lord, I help, you know, and probably uh, uh, the greatest prayer that most of us pray is a one word prayer help, yeah. <laughs> you know, and because we, we see, you know, our inadequacies and because you're entrusted with this little life and. Wow, what do I do now? Let's let's reverse that. Now you've spoken to it a little bit, Dave. But how has your your parenting helped you to develop your faith? So reverse that. So patience. <laughs> well, there you go. Learned a lot of patience. Uh, learned to love deeper, mm-hmm. uh, and loving y'all, uh, and seeing how I loved you, how the Father must love me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that depth of love uh, and commitment, 
that uh, he was committed to me. And uh, my heart is to be committed to y'all, not just for a season or when you're walking with the Lord or not walking with the mm-hmm. Lord, but no matter what. And uh, those are two of the things that have helped me and encouraged me. So, um, I think I was thinking the same thing. I think both of you all just talk about the Father heart of God, um, just mm-hmm. realizing, you know, um, my kids will disappoint me, do things, aggravate me, maybe and frustrate me in ways that no other human can, but my love for them doesn't diminish and I still always want the best for them. And, um, and taking that, looking at that helps me to tap in a little bit to maybe how the father must feel toward me. I mean, I'm just a human and he's this perfect loving God, how he must still love me with all my flaws and failures. And it's just, it pretty much, it just amazes me to, to, to realize that. Yeah. You know, one of the, um, songs and one of the scriptures that, uh, I appreciate so much is that, his mercies are fresh every day. Mm-hmm. And I think in the parent-child relationship, you need fresh mercy <laughs> every mm-hmm. day and fresh love every day to be refilled because uh, when you give out to those little ones, I mean, it they like you said in the beginning, they take a lot. And so as you give out to them, you need the fresh mercy of God every day to mm-hmm. fill you. I want to encourage you to look to God as your father, look to him as your example, look to him as your mentor to make you the parent that you know he wants you to be. Sammy received a surprising call from a man in Europe who said he had evidence he was Sammy's brother. It placed him on a journey to uncover his family background. He had never met his grandparents, but learned that his grandmother was a great prayer warrior who had a special place of prayer. He shares powerful truths that he learned about prayer in his book, praying for your family. Prayer will become your greatest gift to your family. Get your copy today at sammytippett.org or amazon.com. We're talking about family relationships and in particular, the parent-child relationship. And I was talking about how God really worked in my heart when Dave was just a, a small child. And I, and I said, oh God, how can I be the father to him that, that I'm supposed to be and, and how he showed me that he is my role model, that God our Father is our role model and, and how important that was. One of the things that I've learned is I've looked to God and I've just tried to meditate on who God is and how he deals with us as children. And this just blows my mind. But God is our Father has so many children. The body of Christ is so diverse. Uh, he has children in Uganda. He has children in China. He has children in America. His people are all over the world. And yet he loves every one of us the same. And yet we're so different. And, you know, that, I mean, it's just hard for me to sometimes get my mind around. In fact, there's sometimes in the Bible that you can't get your mind around things. And the Bible says, lean not into your own understanding, but trust in the Lord with all your heart. And this is one of the things that I have to just trust the Lord with, because how in the world does God deal with so many people, with so many issues, so many hurts, so many pains? And yet he does. He does. He loves every one of us. As And so as, as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus, I've learned that I have to, to be like Christ, is I have to deal with people differently. 
and in particular with my children, <laughs> Dave and uh, Renee, and Renee's not here, but Dave, you and Renee were one of the, it was mind-boggling for me how y'all both came out of the same womb, and y'all are so different from one another. And you grew up in the same family, and yet you're so different in personality and the way you approach things. And and so uh, I, I want us to talk about that a little bit because, and, and, and I know that you have, y'all have from nine years old to 14 years old children. How do you deal with children at different stages with different personalities, different sort of characters, uh, different uh, levels of spirituality, whatever it might be, and yet, you have the same rules, the same household, same disciplines. I mean, how do you deal with that? Um, I, I, that's a big question. I yeah. Know. No, I think um, I think you're right. Everyone's different. We got to recognize that. I think there, there's a um, kind of a pressing example that I think is really analogous to parenting, and 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 it's taking what's happened in the medical community in the last couple hundred years, and how there's been lots of medicines that have been. Um, enacted penicillin, different things that have helped people across the board to treat diseases, things that are wrong with them. But in the last decade or so, or two decades even, there's this move towards individualized medicine too. So they take your DNA, they see how you're made up, they see what you are most likely, the disease you're most likely to have. They do preventative measures or they attack those things that they can to prevent that disease from happening. And I think it's got to be, and it's not an either or approach, it's a both and. So there's certain things within the house, just like within the medical community, that that help to fix. You know, you if you get strep throat, you take, um, you get an antibiotic, and it helps to knock it out. And that's for the general public. It's the that's a certain thing. And so there's certain rules and and things that you have within your house. And it's the same with scriptures. You know, there's certain things that apply across all cultures. But then there's certain things that were meant for certain times and and emphasized in certain times and principles that God wanted to use. To illustrate, and I think that's the same way you have to do with your kids, because each one of them, as you said, are different. They're at different stages in life. Um, we're you're at different stages. You're constantly changing. So, to me, it's not it's not a formula. It's not a science. It's more of an art of just trusting to, trusting in God and just realizing and recognizing what are the things that are foundational that we have to put in place in order for them to thrive. Those boundaries that we have to, and then what are the things that are that are flexible, that we are, what are preventive things that we can do to help push them in the right direction they need to go. In the first I think place. like with y'all, uh, you're, you're real strong willed like your dad. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we would have to discipline you more through spanking. I'm not sure how that is today, but mm-hmm. uh, back then it worked with you uh, for the most part. <laughs> <You> thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought Renee is more like, Oh, I mean, you just, she was like a, a little flower, you know? Mm-hmm. And so with her, I mean, we could speak to her and it was like she would just, oh, you know, be sorry. And so there's two different types, although we did with her too, but in uh, timeout and things like that. So seeing the difference in your personalities, what worked and what helped. Mm-hmm. For, for those good. who don't know what timeout is, oh. can you tell us <laughs> tell what timeout time is? Timeout is where if they are disobeying you and uh, you've had it up to here, <laughs> then you can go say you sit in the chair. Now, sometimes they don't stay stay in the chair, but <laughs> you sit in the chair. Yeah, and that's a challenge in itself. <laughs> um, so that's what timeout is. But for the most part, it's worked 
with our kids and grandkids. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> One of the interesting things about parenting, grandparenting, is that uh, <laughs> when y'all were growing up, I was the strict one, she was the lenient one. Now mm-hmm. that we're grandparents, she's the strict one, and I'm the lenient one. You know, so it's well rehearsed. I learned yeah, my lesson. So, <laughs> so how do you de- help your kids develop uh, their strengths and, and overcome their weaknesses? How do you do that? Well, um, as far as the strength, I think just being present in their life so that you can walk aside, alongside them and see where there's maybe a spark or something where, uh, somewhere where they shine. And then just um, kind of nurturing that and helping them to channel that, you know, in the right direction and just being their encourager when um, you see progress or, you know, just being the one that kind of encourages them along. And then when they get stuck or frustrated or want to give up, um, just being there to help them to persevere um, and just... Yeah, and I would agree. Well, on the, on the strength part, too, I think you you did um, persevere and uh, being present. I would add to the P alliteration, say, perspective. Um Know where they're at. You know, teenage mind's different from a toddler mind. Mm-hmm. Don't have your expectations that they're going to change overnight. It's going to take time. You have to walk with them. So patience is another thing that's needed mm-hmm. within that. you got to have patience. Just like God developed this metal, amazing creation and beautiful things take time. Anything that's worth doing takes time, which means out of that patience, you have to have perseverance. You have to have that perseverance to see the perspective that God's given you for these kids and to keep with it even when things keep failing and falling flat on your face just keep doing what you're supposed to keep doing and i think as you do that over time you know it's so easy it's it is because the temptation as a parent is to go for the the outward appearance the good manners the things that you get praise um from people in society on oh you have such great kids or whatever that's that's the easy thing and I, honestly i think that's an easier thing to train but if you're really going for the heart and if it's going to be something that's beautiful, it's going to take time. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be embarrassments in front of other people, your kids throwing fits or whatever. But if you keep that perspective of I'm going for the long haul of the time I have with this child that God's given me, I'm going for this. I'm, I want them to be a man or a woman, become a man or woman who loves God and love others. And I think adding to a P is the promises, again, that God's given to us as parents for our children. That we may not see it like right now, mm-hmm. but we know that God's promised that whatever He's promised, He's going to fulfill in their lives. Mm-hmm. And it may be later than yeah. what. And, and we'll be talking about this in a later thing, but I think praying for our children, when I think God allows us to see their weaknesses so that we know how to pray. And their strengths. Yeah, and we see their strengths and we know how to pray through that. But uh, I think it's it's important for us to be able to acknowledge and see the strengths and the weaknesses in each one. Uh, I'm thinking about Taylor and Riley. <laughs> Remember them over at our house one time and Riley has such a servant spirit and Taylor has such a creative spirit. And so uh, Taylor had her feet propped up on the table and she was doing something with her iPad and figuring out some kind of creative thing with it. And Riley said, well, would you like for me to get you something to drink? And <laughs> she was kind of serving. And so uh, just recognizing that and then knowing how to respond and help them in that is, is, is the first step in it. So I want to encourage you to recognize that your children are unique, just like you are unique. And if we're going to be like the father, then we need to love them in a unique way, treat them. But as Dave said, there's some things that are across the board for, for all of us. So we, we have to have that balance of both things. 
We hope you've been encouraged. If you'd like to hear more, visit sammytippett.org. There you'll hear podcasts, watch daily devotionals, and obtain books by Sammy that will ignite your faith, your love of family, and a passion to reach others.